Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Music Box with Tanya Dallas Lewis, where there is love inside, bringing you the hottest gospel and Christian music, interviews that are all the way live, and the latest Christian and gospel news. So don't touch that dial. Good, good. 
everybody, and welcome to the Music Box. It's your girl, Tanya Dallas Woods, right here at the helm in the virtual studios in the DMV. Of course, I'm talking about D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And I don't know about you, but I serve a good. I love that song. Shout out to James Murphy, one of D.C.'s own. And, of course, that's entitled Good God. You can, you can download it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, can. You can download it on iTunes, Amazon.com. I believe pretty much all digital download stations near you. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Today. That's right. Thankful Thursday. Happy Thursday to you guys. I had a long day. Did y'all have a long day? So you had a long day. I had one of those. I did. I did. But it's all good because God is still good. He sits on the throne and, well, last I checked, complaining don't change nothing. No way. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, doubleheader, of course, Javon Inman, gospel recording artist. Man, he is he is blazing right now uh, and will continue to do so. Also, author and TV host Crystal P. Smith, she's got a new book that's coming out. So both of those uh, fine folks will be joining us, and I can't wait. Of course, I'm tickled pink and green. That's right. Pink and green. That's right. I'm an AKA. I am tickled pink and green that you decided uh, to take time out of your busy schedules because I know y'all are busy. I know y'all got other things to be doing. And yet y'all continue to show your system love on Thursday nights right here on Blog Talk Radio. So you know what I'm going to ask you to do? I always say that good news travels, like, really fast. And so I need you guys to do this. You ready? Are you listening? Are you Are you listening? Okay. <laughs> I need you to... Facebook, tweet, uh, call up people. Knock on your neighbor's door. You hear that? Okay, knock on their door and say, hey, this is your neighbor. I know we don't talk, but I just want to let you know that Tanya Dallas, <laughs> Tanya Dallas Lewis is on right now. <laughs> and they'll probably look at you like, what? But anyway, <laughs> let people know that we're on the air, 646-652-2106. That is the number where you can call in and, uh, well, if you have some questions or just want to congratulate uh, Javon and wish him well, you can do that, as well as Crystal, who will be up with us at the bottom half of the half hour. Okay? Do that, too. All right? Okay, it's the Music Box with your girl, National Recording Artist, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Make sure you guys are following me on Twitter. And guess what? I follow back. Okay? My handle is at Tanya B. Lewis, and that's Tanya with an A. Okay? Tanya with an A. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter. Uh, always some really great things going on there. And I think that's about it. Uh, we will be right back. We've got Javon Inman in the virtual green room. And, of course, my staff, headed by Laquita, they are treating him right. We've got an amazing menu today. It's nothing fancy, but it's healthy, okay? We have some beer fried haddock fish sticks. I know, I know the beer scares some of you guys, so calm down. It was, it was used as a cooking ingredient. So all my Baptist folks, please calm down. It's okay. And then <laughs> with some steamed carrots as well as some string beans, some steamed rice, and then the drink, of course, is bottled uh, room temperature water because Javon is a vocalist, so he wants to take care of that throat and not chop, chop the vocal cords with that cold water. And, uh, of course, I, I always have um, some orange Santa soda. That's not good for you at all. So don't, Devon, don't drink that in, in, in the virtual green room, okay? Put it down. We also have some Arnold Palmer. And if y'all don't know what that is, look it up, okay? <laughs> it's the music box with your girl, Tanya Dallas Lewis, right here at the helm. 
We'll be right back after I pay some bills, and we'll be talking to Javon. So I'm giving y'all just a couple seconds, okay, to call up your friends and let them know that my boy, gospel recording artist, national recording artist, Javon Emmon, is about to be out of the virtual green room and on the airways live with your girl, national recording artist, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. You make sure you keep it locked. You're invited to feel the joy. One of the largest gospel events in the country is coming to Carowinds in Charlotte. Joy Fest 2012 with Fred Hammond. Plus Mary Mary. Marvin Sam. And Lecrae. Premier Festival presents Joy Fest 2012 at Carowinds. Now featuring the 301 foot tall wind seeker, new for 2012. Also featuring comedian Bone Hampton and one year fellow artist, the Joy Fest opening act chosen by your vote. Get tickets now and save $10 with the Super Early Bird Special. Tickets available now by phone at 800 745 3000 or online at joyfest.org. Joy Fest 2012, one of the largest gospel events in the country. May 26th at Carowinds in Charlotte. Get tickets and more info at joyfest.org presented by premier festivals hey y'all if you like listening to good gospel music awesome interviews and much much more you got to keep tuning in with my sister tanya dollars lewis and it's all happening right here on the music box so make sure you tell all your friends to tune in on thursdays to the tanya dollars lewis show right here on the music box yo this is marcus d wiley and you're listening to the music box with my girl tanya dallas That's right, yeah, yeah, it's the music box, it's the place where you'll find love inside, and man, there's a lot of love here, it really is, and love is a, is a, is a, is a tough thing to do sometimes, it really is, you know, I learned in church, and then I'm going to shut up, um, and I, I knew this already, but it was so refreshing to hear the pastor say it, that feelings have nothing to do with love, yeah, yeah, so serious, you guys, so if they did, I think we'd be in a world of trouble with God, but while we were yet sinners, Christ sent his, I mean, God sent his son to die for us. Amen, Romans 5 and 8. So, man, love your neighbor. You might not feel like it. Sometimes you don't even feel like loving people of your own household, but love is commitment, okay? It's not the feeling thing that Hollywood tries to purport. All right, I'm done with my um, my mini sermon. <laughs> Tanya Ellis Lewis right here at the helm on the music box. Happy Thursday to you guys. I don't know if anybody uh, out there is as tired as I am, but you probably can't tell because I'm typically very happy, and that's the problem because I'll be tired, but people will think I'm happy, and I am, but it doesn't mean I'm not tired, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness, we got a great show lined up for you tonight. I'm so, so excited. Uh, shout out to my aunt, Auntie Jay, my Aunt Janet. Oh, I love this woman. She is amazing. Shout out to everybody hanging out with us in the chat room. Thank you for calling your friends and getting them on there. Shout out to Trish Stanley, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Trudy Copeland, the TDL engine, all of you guys. I love the way y'all love me. All right, coming up right out of the virtual green room, of course, uh, is a dear, dear friend of mine. I don't even remember where I met Javon. Oh, I met him. I met him during. <laughs> I don't. It seems like I've known him forever. So y'all have to excuse me. But his name is gospel recording artist Javon Inman, and he is a worshiper indeed. Wait till you guys hear his music. Uh, man, 
born in Canton, Ohio. Minister Devon Inman was raised in a God-reverencing home with his parents, brother and sister, been singing since he was four. He has such an amazing uh, bio, but I hate to read bios. I don't hate to read them. I just like for you guys to get to know the artist for yourself so y'all can see that they're real people. So, Devon, come on out of the virtual green room. Hey, bro, how are you? <laughs> hey, sis, how you doing, Tanya? I'm doing amazing. How about you? Oh, I'm doing excellent. Let me tell you, you are a phenomenal radio show host. (laughs) (laughs) Your energy is infectious. Love it, love it. Uh, I'll mail you a check later. Don't worry, Devon. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) But, Devon, you are doing some amazing things. But I I love this show because I, I like to be real, and I love for people who are listening to it to be able to see that the artists that I have on it, on it are real. So my first question to you out of the bat is um, what makes you, you? Like I said, you're a gospel recording artist. You've done some amazing things, won contests. Uh, you were even, when you were younger, uh, chosen to sing the national anthem at the notorious John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts in Washington, D.C. I mean, you have a lot of experience in an R&B group, uh, won uh, an opportunity to appear at the perform at the Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York. Then Jesus called your name. That kind of was like end of story. But who are you? What makes you you as a gospel recording artist? I think what makes me me is simply grace and mercy. Um, mm. I, I, I think about when... Um, I was walking in disobedience at a particular moment in my in my life when I was actually going to college. And there was a season where I knew the Lord was calling me to the music ministry. And I just turned a deaf ear to that. And about two years into that, my wife, she told me, um, I, I said, well, honey, I, I really think I need to continue on with this education. She's, uh, I need to have a plan B. And she tells me, you know, seeing me stressed out, she said, baby, God doesn't have a plan B. It's just God's plan. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. And from then on out, you know, yes, I finished my degree. Thank you, Lord, for grace and mercy. Um, But after that, I just plunged straight forward, head in, giving God praise for each moment that he spared my life. I believe when God says move, you've got to move. And I'm just so thankful that he allowed me to retain the anointing, to retain the gift to write and to sing and to minister. Grace and mercy is what makes Javon Javon. I love that. I love that. Wow. Did y'all hear that? That was an excellent answer. <laughs> so tell me this then. I mean, apparently, you know, since you were a youth, you've known the singing is what you wanted to do. And like you said, at one point you were in an R&B group and you were headed down a different path. Why did you decide to become a gospel recording artist? I mean, you could have, you know, really, you could have, uh, you know, been a music minister like you formerly were and, you know, just did the church thing. Why this route? Well, the reason why I chose gospel, um, why I chose, I, I guess, this particular route was because the gospel industry, unfortunately, has been flooded with such an array of flesh. 
And um, I think we've gotten uh, away from the message of Jesus Christ and the message of the gospel. And that's what we are all here for. I know what it did for my life. So my prayer is that I can write or minister a song that causes someone's heart to turn to the Lord Jesus. That's what this is all about. And, uh, again, as I say, the industry has been flooded with so much stuff that is all about who can do the most runs and the most riffs and the vocal acrobatics. It's 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 emotional flesh that gets you no results, and right. so my prayer is that um, something that I can you know birth will change a heart towards the Lord. And and you're still doing that. I mean, let, let's talk about your CD, Heart of a Worshipper. I mean, that almost says it all. Why did you why did you decide to entitle the, your project Heart of a Worshipper? What does that mean for somebody who's just listening to you for the first time? They don't know nothing about you, and here you are on the show, and we're talking about your CD, Heart of a Worshipper. What does that mean? Heart, amen. Heart of a Worshipper um, is basically someone who is unashamed unapologetically unashamed to pour out their love and their affection and their devotion and their praise and thanksgiving upon Jesus for what he did at the cross. I think about that all of the time, um, just what he did at Calvary, and mm. we have now inherited eternal life because of that. And so why shouldn't we, with our mind, body, soul, and spirit, with our entire being, empty ourselves daily upon his feet for all that he did at Calvary? You know, mm-hmm. and so um, I've always my favorite scripture is quench not the spirit. First Thessalonians five nineteen. I've always been a very free spirit when it came to giving God praise and worship. Um, and, and as my grandmother would say, I'll dance right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just like love it. him and I love to worship him. It's just it's just you know it's it's a lifestyle. It's not a light switch that you can just turn off and turn on. Amen. And, you know, I saw that uh, during the Stellar Award weekend in January. You performed, and I was emceeing the event. And before you got off the stage, you know, because let's, let's just talk recording artists, recording artists. We don't mind uh, performing with tracks, do we, Devon? Oh, no, 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 no. But there's a but. What's the but? There is a but, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is the but for you when it comes to, to performing with the track? Uh... See, the, I think what happens is is when you perform with the track, sometimes um, the track can lock you in. And for it's me, I have to be free. I have to be free. Um, I'm thankful that the Lord blessed me with some anointed musicians who worked on this project with me. Um, you know, great tracks, but at the same time, they still confine you. And they again, do. it goes back to that scripture, you know, quench not the spirit. And so just mm-hmm. like we did at the Stuttle Award Weekend Showcase with you, when it was time for me to get off that stage, the Holy Ghost said just 10 more seconds. And then he, I don't know if your <laughs> listeners know, but you tore the place down. Oh, so uh, <laughs> listeners, if you could do me a favor, make sure you go to YouTube and uh, YouTube my Redeemer video at the I Am Radio Sister Peaches. Uh, showcase and uh, look at Miss Tanya Dallas Lewis's handiwork on the microphone. Oh, She's something whatever. crazy, y'all. <laughs> well, I actually brought that up because of you, because once the music stops, now you've been doing your thing with the track, but you said that so eloquently. And just a side note, uh, to those of you who are just tuning in, this is a music box with national recording artist Tanya Dallas Lewis talking to one of my music peers, and we're just being real about, you know, uh, when we have to minister with performance tracks. And I brought it up because once the music stopped, like I said, you were still doing your thing, God was using you. 
but it's like it's like you said, we are so locked into the track, and yeah. we can move so freely if either a we have live musicians or we're obedient, which is exactly what you were. You just kept, you just kept. I mean, you just wow, just anointed. Even wow. as you went off, you were wow. just. It was contagious. It's like it's exactly like you say in your bio. And you guys, you guys, he's going to give you his website so you can read uh, more about him. Um, but it's exactly like you said in there. You know, when you enter his his presence in worship, I don't. I have a hard time leaving. I just want yes. to yes, <laughs> yes, exactly yes. What happened? You got off the stage after we sang together, which was amazing, and then I still was having problems. Continue. <laughs> Do you know how many people emailed me and tweeted me and said, what song was that that you and Tanya were doing together? What song was that? And I was like, well, it was a part of Redeemer, but then I flowed here, and then I went here, and then the Lord just said, do this. And so I'm telling you, I don't know what it was. I'm going to have to get a clip of that so we can record that 20-second piece. (laughs) Definitely. We definitely have to work together. I just got two more questions for you, and then, of course, we're going to listen to your current single, what would you say is one of the most positive things you've learned while you've been in the gospel music industry? What What is one 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 of the positive? I know there's some negative, but there's also some positive. What would that be for you? And then Trish, your sister. Yes, love her. Is, Trish is a rock star. Her and CD, she, yes. She is. CD too. Shout out to CD Porter and Trish Stanley. Uh, they're in the chat room, and they have a question for you. But first, my question. What, yes. what is one of the positive things you've learned so far? One of the positive things that I've learned so far by being in the music industry, in the gospel music industry, is the amount of respect that I've received just from my peers um, and, and, you know, peers who are also artists. Um, Just the prayers that I receive, you know, well wishes. Um, Unfortunately, there is a lot of, well, it can be a lot of uh, the spirit of competition. It can be, like, serious, you know. Um, And so for me, I just try to shy away from that and celebrate, you know, the gifts of God. And CD and I were actually talking earlier, and I was, you know, we were both saying how there's room at the table for all of us. So what I love is how... Um, I've just received so much love, and, you know, Jay, we're rooting for you, man, and I'm just so thankful for that, um, that, yes, there is there is that spirit of competition, you know, but if you surround yourself with the right people, which I've tried to do and to stay prayerful with my wife, uh, shout out to my honey, hey, baby, um, she makes sure that we stay prayed up with this thing because, you know, it's, it's, it's baby steps, um, and you want to make sure that the right folks are in your circle. Amen. And speaking of being around the right people, that was Trisha's question to you. She said you are so giving and so supportive. Do you have any idea why you're that way? Why? Oh, wow. What's wrong with, what's wrong with you? I'm just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for me is, um, I've, I, again, when I look at, or when I when I look at when I hear or when I experience somebody's gift, and I know that it's not just a normal gift, but that this has truly been an anointed gift. That when God created, for instance, Trish Stanley, He said, "Okay, before I create her, I will give her the gift of singing." You know, mm-hmm. and and you can recognize that and you celebrate that because you know it's not her. She's operating right. outside of who she is, and that's nothing but the Lord. And if it's God, I'm going to celebrate it. You know, there's so much hating going on. 
in society on so many different levels, not just music, you know, but why not be um, somebody who celebrates? And I've always been a very positive, very joyful person. Um, That's just who I am. Um, you know, and so I just I love to give. You know, I love to be able to put others in the limelight. It's not about me; it's all about Jesus. Amen. I agree. Well, we're going to hear your current single, which is entitled "Redeemer." I'm about to play it, but before I do, give the listeners just a little uh, bit of a preview of what they should expect about this song. A preview, as far as um, I mean, basically, I'm sorry. I'm just I, I'm tired. That was the wrong word. That's okay. <laughs> You want me to ooh, <laughs> or you want me to uh, you want me to give them a history yeah. of the song? <laughs> yeah, an introduction. Although I'm sure many people are like, yeah, let them sing live, but I won't put you on the spot. <laughs> Amen. Yes, if, you, if you can introduce the song, there you go. I'm sorry. Amen. <laughs> um, hey, family, Redeemer is a song that was actually birthed um, in Bible study. My pastor was talking about what Christ did at Calvary and how He had a plan in eternity to redeem us even before we were created and so this is redeemer awesome well you folks heard it if you're listening to that voice and wondering who it is because you just tuned in it's a music box and my special guest national gospel recordist artist Devon Inman let me tell y'all he is one to watch his song is entitled redeemer I see some of you uh calling in on the phone lines we're going to listen to the song really quick and I promise I will let you talk to Devon as soon as it's over Devon you're not going anywhere right no I'm staying here with the rock star TDL <laughs> all right here we go with Redeemer by National Gospel Recording Artist Devon Emmon right here on the music box
got the Holy Spirit chills right here in the virtual studios in the DMV as we were listening to worshiping. I don't know how y'all can listen to this and not be moved into <laughs> a state of worship. That was Redeemer by Javon Inman, our special guest, national recording artist, right here live on the Music Box. What an honor. Oh, my gosh. Javon, I want to know, when you listen to yourself, you know, this was this project was recorded at Studio 51. Shout out to the baddest studio engineer, yes, Brad sir. <laughs> but I want to know, and this is just a, a crazy question. But what do you think when you hear yourself? When you hear your CD and you look at your CD and your pictures on there, what do you what do you think? What comes to your mind? <sighs> uh, uh, grace and mercy. And I mean, I, I, I really, I'm not trying to be deep, you know, because somebody, oh, he trying to be too deep. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just truth, you know. Um, I mean, because I just know so many people who were walking um, with the Lord and then they stepped away and 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 they never got back in line, mm-hmm. and the Lord you know, allow their life to, you know, be what it was. So I'm just so very grateful. And, you know, that's where my praise and my worship comes from. It's just grace and mercy. Thank you, God, because it could have been another way, you know. So um, when I look at it, I'm just, oh, man, I, all I can do sometimes is, is, is just cry. Um, when I remember when I first got the box of uh, CDs back from Disc Makers, I sat in the living room speechless. My wife could tell you I sat there. For about a good seven, eight minutes And just stared I, I didn't even know what to say um, You know, just to see something coming to fruition That you've, yes. dreamt, that you've dreamt about So I'm so there I'm so, I, I was the same way I just looked at it like Lord, Lord, yeah. it was you You did this Thank yes, you yes, You yes, know, our yes. <laughs> out there Trish Stanley, C.D. Porter, all of y'all All of y'all's name I didn't call Minister Eddie B. Sands, Keith Rainey, all of you guys yeah, my, my, know, my, my new boy, Sonny, Rive- uh, Sonny right, Rivera Sonny Rivera, that's right Shout out to Sonny We all know how, how it feels to Oh, all the hard work And uh, sometimes yeah. mama, the sweat, the tears, the prayers yes. the, Sometimes the doubts that go into putting a music, you know, a music project together I'm going to go to the lines really quick Area code 614 you're on the air right here on the music box. What is your well, what is your name for Minister Devine? Uh, praise the Lord. My name is Eddie P. Trans Jr. And I'd just like to say, uh, Minister Devine, man, you you got a wonderful gift, man. God is going to take you so far. And you, 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 that that song it, it, I'm still singing it in my mind right now. Wow. As soon as I get off here, I'm, is it on iTunes? I love your ministry. 
what Crystal's got to say. So you guys make sure you keep it locked. And we're going to listen to a little bit more of Redeemer. You guys, man, I feel this. I feel this. You wanted me. Organization. And again, 
for those of you who maybe do gospel music workshop in America, you would love this, the Thomas Dorsey Convention. Or maybe you don't like GMWA. I'm just being real. You would really love <laughs> Thomas Dorsey Convention. Okay, so you guys make sure you look up NG, no, ncgccinc.org. Well, maybe it's com. All right, anyway, Tanya Dallas Lewis here uh, just doing a little uh, quick uh, commercial just to support the Thomas Dorsey Convention. I'm really excited uh, because uh, our next guest, she is an author, a TV host. You know, I say she's a motivational speaker. She is inspiring, has an amazing story, and I'm really, really, really honored to share her with you uh, right here on the Music Box. I'm going to go in the virtual green room and see if this is her. Now, area code 646, I didn't pick you up because I thought you were my guest, but now I see your area code 404, and I think that instead may be Miss Crystal P. Smith. Crystal, is that you? That is I. Hey, girl, how are you? I'm good. I'm still swinging off Redeemer. Can you do that again? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's that's some throw furniture worship. I'm I'm just just throw the chairs and the microphone and the pews. Just throw everything and just make enough room for everybody to fall out and worship. I know that's <laughs> right. And Javon will just be so so humble to hear you say that. Well, welcome to the music box. Finally, finally, you get here. It is happy. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I want to start off, I don't want to waste any time because you've got an amazing testimony, an amazing book you're about to release, and a special event that's coming up on March 31st as well. But tell us really quickly, especially our Music Box listeners, those of y'all just tuning in, it is the Music Box, and if y'all have questions for Crystal while she's on the line, 646-652-2106. Back to you, Crystal. Um, tell us who you are. What do you do? Where do you come from? Well... I'm from Detroit, <laughs> from Motortown, okay. from Mo okay. City. Um, I am 41. I'm the mother of five, and I'm married. Um, I live in the Atlanta area. We moved here about five years ago, and um, we moved here to start a ministry and business, and um, media was my goal. Um, I did not have this goal on my plate. From day one, from the age of five, I never had a desire to really be in front of the camera or anything like that, but it was something that God stirred up in me um, a few years back before I came here. And um, so on the road, on the way to building a ministry and a business here, um, we had a few hiccups. (laughs) And so um, that's where the book came from. And I know that hiccup is very small um, compared to the story, but... Um, what I say to people is we have hiccups in life all the time, but there's that major hiccup that probably stops you from breathing for a few minutes, mm. Mm. and that's where your greatest testimony comes from, and that's what happened to us here. Amen. And tell us a little bit about that, this hiccup, especially this one that made you, no doubt, stop breathing. Tell us about that story. Um, well, I was on my way um, to Detroit uh, for a, a ministry reunion, um, and I was in the car in the truck with my five children. Mm-hmm. And um, on the way home to Detroit, I had an accident. Um, we had a rollover accident. Our car rolled over about f- about three or four times. Um, and my youngest daughter was ejected from the car. And um, within inches of me, I could actually hold her a little bit from, like, my forearm to my hands. I was able to hold her. And um, she slipped away from me in my arms. Um, on the way home to Detroit, and that's the the major major hiccup that stopped me from breathing. 
um, it stopped everybody from breathing, my family and friends and everybody close to us and even afar off. Um, people in Puerto Rico was praying for us. I didn't even know how far um, the prayer request had gone, but um, that's what happened to us on the way home, and, and the Lord um, pressed upon my heart to write a book, which I didn't want to write. Let me, just let me say that. I'm very transparent about everything um, about my life, and that's one thing I want to say very openly. I did not want to write this book. Wow, wow. Wow, I'm still, you know, you know, as a mom, my heart is still stuck on the part that, you know, you lost your baby girl. And then God tells you he wants you to write a, a book about it. What was your, so you, you're you saying that initially you were like, no. Did, did you tell the Lord no, or were you kind of like, I sure no, did. I don't want to do I Well, I didn't say no, but I was like, okay, really? You know, Lord, I, no, I can't do that. And so what I did was I blogged. I started a blog, and I said, shoot, well, they can read it on this blog, and all will be well. And the Lord arrested me one day, and he said, Crystal, everything that you are trying to do, everything that I put on your plate to do is not going to happen until you write this book. So you can either waste time and be disobedient, or you can obey me and watch what I do for you. So I just went on ahead and bucked up and wrote the book. Now, you you said that you don't mind being candid and real. I want to ask this. A lot of people, typically when they lose, especially a child, the first person they seem to hate or want to be as far away from is God. Did you go through that at all? Did you go through a Mm -hmm. period of questioning him and hating him? Why me? Can you be transparent with that part of the journey? Yeah, I went through the questioning part. I didn't, I never got angry with God, and I know that's hard to believe, but the reason I didn't was God met me in the truck, and upside down, I was hanging upside down in the truck, half of my body was in the truck, half of my body was outside the truck, under it, on top of her, and I worshipped, that's the only thing I needed to do, Oh my God! Um, and I just started to worship, that's why I was so hung on Redeemer, because my heart and my passion mm. for anything that has anything to do with God is to worship. But I knew that was the only way I was going to stay sane. I was in a lot of pain. Um, and so I worshiped. So I never got angry with God, but I did ask him why. I just couldn't understand why. I never, and I, without telling too much, um, we knew something was going on. We just didn't know what it was. Something major was going to happen to us. And um, and so in the car, that's all I could do was surrender that. But in asking God why, I found out something so deep. It's so profound, yet if you really look too hard, you're going to miss it. And that was Mm. this, that when you're seeking God for answers, he's better than the answer. So the answer to the question doesn't matter. Oh, my goodness. Girl, say that again. Oh, you about to have me cry up in here? When you're seeking God for an answer, you find God is better than the answer, so the answer really doesn't matter. And so there's no answer because there are times and things in your life where you may never get an answer from God. He may never tell you why. But if he he never tells you why, will you still do what he asks you to do? Will you still serve him? Will you still love him? Will you still pine after him? Is he still your passion? Do you still want him like you did before your life fell completely apart? And that's the part of me and the part of my family that, um, that came out of us the most. God just pulled everything out of us. My husband and I, 
worship at her service. I did prophetic worship at my at my daughter's service because I didn't know anything else to do, and she knew what it was to worship. And then we ministered at my spiritual parents' church the next day and just gave some revelation on what God was showing us while we were on our way there. So was so much happened and so quickly in that short time span. But that scripture that says that in your weakness his strength is made perfect, we found out what that was. We found out what it was. His strength is so perfect. It it perfects you. It makes you it causes you to find out where your strengths are and even where your weaknesses are. And where I was weak and buckled, my husband was there. And where he was weak and he buckled, I was there. We just had to lean on, on our on each other. And then my oldest daughter, when we broke the news to them at the hotel, my oldest daughter got up and she dried her face off and she said, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Samara just taught me the greatest lesson of my life, and then she got up and walked out of the room, and we all got straight after that. Nothing else we could do. All right, I'm still stuck on the other part. Okay, sorry. I'm going to have to go to commercial break real quick. Okay, Crystal? All okay. Right, music box. Woo, I am in tears. I can barely talk. We're going to take a music break real quick. Oh, God. Okay, sorry, Crystal. Here we go. It's Dance With You. We'll be right back while I get it together. I'm sorry, y'all. Too many tears. Woo! Apologize. You just did what he what he told you to do. This, I mean, wow. Okay, 
So the book, okay, the book has finally come together, and uh, it's going to be available when. Tell us. I'm so sorry. I'm so off track. This. It's okay. Uh, the okay. title. The title of the book. Tell us the title of the book. The title of the book is um, Death is Life, and um, the subtitle is His Glory, My Story. Um, the, the, the title of the book came out of um, a statement that my my close friend, my best friend, my god sister made in the hospital room, and she said it. She said, Death is Life. And when I was writing the book, um, because of the, the head injury, I forgot some things, and so while I was writing it, the Holy Spirit was beginning to bring things back to my remembrance um, because I had another title for the book, and I said, no, that's not it. Um, And so death is life. Um, And then his glory, um, I'm telling my story for his glory. It's not for me. Um, It's not for um, any, you know, benefit of ours. As a matter of fact, every dime that we get from the book sales goes into an organization that started in my daughter's name so that other families who have to bury a child won't go through the financial struggles that uh, we kind of hit when we were um, getting ready to say goodbye to her. Um, So I don't want any other mother to go through that. And you can read about that in the book as well. Um, And you can purchase the book on deathislifebook.com. Wow, 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 wow. So once the book is done, how does the family... It's ready to go. How does the family, and you included, how do you all deal with, you know, reliving this story? I mean, you're writing this book. The family knows you're writing this book. How did you all deal with that? Well, um, we, I, very openly. I mean, there was nothing I could do to hide my bad days where I just I didn't want to write it. I, just, I would write a paragraph and just throw my laptop on the side of the bed and say, forget, I can't do this. Um, you know, my children knew, my husband knew, um, my, uh, my goddaughter who stayed with us knew, um, there were days where I could write and I was okay. Um, and the flow would come, but then there were days where I would have to stop because, you know, healing was happening while I wrote it. And I had to not only just, um, you know, commune with the Lord, then I had to intercede for the, for the people that read it. Um, God made me. God made me intercede and pray for the people that would read it, and that added on um, to the ease of writing the book because, like I said, it, it's not for me. It wasn't for me. It was for yeah. someone else who, you know, maybe can't get through it or can't forget or can't move on. And and people tell you all the time, you know, um, it, just take your time, take your time. But there is a window um, of time where God gives us to grieve, but then there's that day that you have to shake yourself loose and you gotta you gotta shake the dust off your feet. There's nothing you can do to bring that person back to go on to the next <laughs> life. You are still here and you still have a purpose to your life. Mm-hmm. If you let grief stop you from living, no matter how that grief came to you, you're gonna give the enemy victory and he's gonna take mm-hmm. that one thing from you that could possibly save a generation. He's gonna take that one thing from you and steal it from you. And that's what I just couldn't I I remember the Holy Spirit telling me over and over again, don't let the enemy take this from you. It's not about you. Don't let the enemy take this from you. It's not wow. about you. And so I had to keep going. So those days that I wrote, I can't even I can't even put those into words, but I will put them into words the best I can in the devotion coming up later. Wow, Crystal. You know, I'm a, like I said, I'm a mom, so my heart, you know, I have uh, empathy, not sympathy because I've, I've never lost a child, but obviously empathy because I can imagine how it feels. But, 
um, I think what put me in a tailspin is when you were saying that, God, you know, you're going to miss it. You know, you did ask God why, but the thing that was profound that you said was that he's, he's bigger than the answer. And so this, this book, you know, it's, it's, it's more than uh, about people who have also uh, lost a child. I hope you see this. It's just, this, your, this book you've written is way bigger than that. Because I've been I've been grieving a long time, not the death of a person, but uh, some situations I, I'll say, you know. And so, I've I've known the Lord a long time. I'm a pastor's daughter, okay. I know yeah. God. I, I I can fake church. I can do all that stuff. So I was born yeah. on the church pew, okay. Yeah. But I also have my I also have my own relationship with the Lord, and I trust Him ultimately, like you do. But yeah. I have been asking Him not so much why. Because, you know, he doesn't really owe me an answer. He's God. Mm-hmm. He's on the phone. I trust him. Mm-hmm. But I, I did was kind of wondering, you know, why again? You know, I'm going through some things. Our family's going through some things. And I'm like, why are we going? I, I mean, I kind of do want to know why. But I yeah. trust him enough not to answer me. So that's what happened to me. When you said those words, because I've, I've been asking him. I've been asking him. And you, what you said, oh, girl, it's just, wow. It was like lightning. So kind of had the that. same effect on me. That's exactly what happened to me. I, and then I repented, and I, and I told the Lord, I said, I'm so sorry for pounding you and asking you why when all you <laughs> wanted was to be with me while wow. I was asking you. You were you was wow. totally bypassing the question, and mm-hmm. I just want to be with you, okay? That's all I want. I just I just want to be with you. Just tell, let me tell you how I feel about myself through you. Um, just worship me because all that stuff that you're asking me really doesn't matter. I'm, I'm so much bigger and better than that. Yes, you could just only yes. see past that. And so I had to look past it. And I'm going to tell you something, be really honest and transparent. Not We didn't just lose my our daughter. We lost everything, everything we owned, everything that had our name attached to it is oh gone. God. And so on top of that, we had to grieve again, you know. And so oh God just. I remember walking to my car one day, and I was putting the key in the, in the in the door, and I said, "Lord, I don't want Joe's testimony." And the Lord said, "Too late, you're already in it." Oh my God! I was done. Dropped my keys. I was like, "Oh my God!" Okay, so I picked my keys back up, and for like a split millisecond, I almost got angry, and I said, "Oh no, no, no! I mean, that's not gonna happen." I checked myself real quick, and I said, "Okay, Lord, that's what you want. No problem." And I gave, I completely <laughs> gave up. Right after that, everything else went tail, <laughs> tail spinning. But, you know, out of the most deepest, hardest testimony, I, a trial comes your biggest testimony. I wrote a blog mm-hmm. called Trials, Triumphs, and Circumstances. And out of that circumstance, out of that trial, is going to come your greatest triumph if you just open your eyes and see what's right in front of you. And, we, mm-hmm. and, and what you, what's right in front of you is God himself. Amen. And that's funny you say that because I've been reading the devotional, and that's exactly what it's been saying. Sometimes when we're crying to get out of our storms, that's really where God wants us. Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's in the midst of the storm that we see him and hear him the clearest, in the storm. Yeah. And we're so busy yeah. trying to get out that we miss him when he's standing yeah. right there in the middle. I mean, just even with Jesus and the disciples, you know, and, you know, the, 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 the waves got stormy and everything. Uh, it was going crazy, and everybody was like, where's Jesus, where's Jesus? And when they looked up at the water, there was Jesus mm, coming. There he was. He was coming to them in the yes. storm, coming yes. to them. They would have missed yes. it if they didn't look they to see that he was right there coming to them. So, girl, you yes. are a blessing. Oh, my goodness, where can people uh, get this book? And um, when will it be available? 
the book is available right now. You can go to um, the book's website, which is thatthislifebook.com. Um, you can find it on Amazon. Um, and also you can go to my website, um, crystalpsmith.com, and you can order it there. Um, the proceeds, again, do not come to our family. After we get all of the publishing bills paid, after then <laughs> we'll be we'll be funneling every dime into a a private account, anonymous account, and so whenever we come across a family that is grieving and needs help, uh, we'll be able to financially help them. But also tagged to that will be some prayer and some intercession, you know, things like that. So we know their families will be specifically assigned to us for that um, for that trial in their life. Wow, 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 wow. Well, girl, I mean, the anointing's on this book. I just, you know, I have it, folks. Ha, ha, ha. I have it. I will. <laughs> I will also buy a copy to, uh, you know, help support an amazing, um, you said it's non-profit, it supports a non yes, well, it the is a, so go ahead, go ahead. It is a non-profit organization, however, um, we're just getting started, um, but um, we'll have all of the information on the website when everything is um, taken care of. Um, however, it's just on um, a couple of years ago, people started giving, and we were able to help a family um, get some food or whatever for um for a, a loss of their family. So um, Samara's Quilts is just a phenomenal organization that came to me when I was trying to get rid of Samara's clothes and I didn't know what to do. I wanted to make mm-hmm. a patchwork quilt and just remember her, and that's mm-hmm. how the whole thing came about. So there's um, a lot more attached to the organization itself, but once we get that up and running officially, um, there will be more information for that. All right. Well, and the, the other thing I want to make sure people know about, especially those in the Atlanta area, you've got, an amazing uh, event that's going to be taking place on March 31st to support this effort, to celebrate, you know, the release of your your new book. Tell us about that before we let you go. I will be um, at the Starbucks in Little Five Points in Atlanta um, where uh, Marvin Mumford will be joining me and uh, uh, Stacey Wilson will be joining me. Um, It's my first book signing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I just want y'all to know that. (laughs) I'm just going to sit at a table and sign. I don't know. Um, but Marvin is going to sing um, some songs of healing. He has a song called Dance in the Rain that I love so much. Um, you can find Marvin Marvin Mumford on uh, Facebook and on Twitter, Marvin Mumford Music. Um, and then Stacey Wilson is going to come and, and do some healing poetry and stuff like that. And we're just going to have a good time. And, and we really would like the saints to come out and just kind of be in the mix because we're in Starbucks where total strangers are going to be. So we're going to throw the bait out there and, and hopefully um, minister to the people that need it the most. Amen. And I, oh, man, girl, I'm just, you already know I'm rooting for you. We met a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <Twitter laughs> for a minute, we've been meaning to catch up with each other and support each other's ministries. Crystal, I'm going to ask you to say one more time because I want to tweet it, but I want to tweet it just the way you said it, the thing you said about asking God why. When asking God why, I found out that God is better than the answer and that you don't need it anyway. Once, if, I, There's so many ways I can say this, honestly. Every time I say it, I hear something different. It's, so, it's such a multifaceted revelation. God is right in front of your face. When you're asking him why, the why doesn't matter because his presence overwhelms you and, and then you just become one with him and, that's, and he's enough. God is he just is enough. enough. He is enough. Amen. Well, website information, one more time. If you just tune in into the music box, and if I sound a little crazy, it's because 
God spoke through this woman of God on this phone right into my situation. He's bad like that. That's why I love him. And so it just knocked me out for a minute and uh, lots of tears there. But Crystal P. Smith, author, TV show host, motivational speaker, tell us one more time about your book, the title, and where people can get it from. The title of the book is Death is Life, His Glory, My Story. You can get it at deathislifebook.com or you can go on amazon.com and you'll find it there. That's right. Death is life. It's my, what is it, his story? No, my story, his glory. Did I get that right? Death is life, his glory, my story. There we go. His glory, my story. Right here on the music box, Crystal P. Smith. Crystal, do you have any uh, thank yous or anything you want to give out to anybody who's listening? I do. Well, he's not listening, but he'll he'll archive. And I just want to say hello to my honey, Kevin. I love him so much, and to my family, my girls, Chelsea Diamond, Sydney, and Kevin Jr., and all of um, all of my family on Twitter and Facebook, all these guys know I love you so much. Thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. All right, girl. Well, thank you so much, and, you know, we'll have to have you back again. And, you know, I'm helping you to promote your event. I announced it every show uh, that's going to be taking place in Atlanta on the 35th. I appreciate so, that. Thank you so much. Everybody out in the 18th make sure you support my girl, author, TV show host, Facebook speaker, Miss Crystal Peacemaker. Crystal, thank you so much, girl, for coming on in. Thank you, thank you, and my and and kudos to Laquisha in the in the green room. I had a good good place. <laughs> I, I will let her know that you said that. <laughs> thank you. All right, y'all. It's the music box with your girl Tanya Dallas Lewis, and right now I choose to worship by Wes Morgan. You guys hear you there? I'm gonna worship you. This is what I found out when I worship. I'm gonna worship. He's healing me. Yes, he is. I'm a living witness that no matter what you're going through right now, if you can find yourself into a place of worship, God will begin to remove the pain. You begin to remove the chains. There's a yoke break anointing that comes when you worship. He's healing me, yes, he is. God, I made up my tonight. I'm going to worship, yes, I am. Oh, I'm going to worship you, yes, I am. I'm going to worship you, Lord, spirit and in truth, through every valley and every trial. I'm going to worship you. Yes, I am. Come on, somebody lift up those hands right now and bless his name. Come on. No matter what you're going through tonight, I'm a living witness that God will bring you through it. Come on, quit magnifying that problem that you're in and begin to magnify the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He's, he's ready to save the world. No way for you. Come on, somebody lift up your voice and bless His name through every test and every trial. I'm gonna
Dedicated to 
can stand here and say that I've been perfect. I might have, but you never, ever turned your back on me. Love is unconditional. Jesus, you paid the debt that I owe.
just all I can say, we were we were ushered into his presence, the presence of the most high by Mr. Javon Inman, national gospel recording artist. And then Crystal P. Smith, she brought us the word. I think it's offering time actually. It's not shout out time. <laughs> it's offering time. Lord have mercy. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna be messed up for the rest of the night. Shout out to my girl, Crystal P. Smith. Man. Oh my goodness. She has no clue. Oh. <laughs> she is, she, look, y'all support her and, and purchase her book. I'm I'm so proud of her and all the great things she's got going on. And if I lived in ATL, I definitely would be there on March 31st to celebrate and to dishonor God. And, man, just even uh, the benefits that sees the sale of her book, the process will go to an organization that will help out people who have lost their children and not just dealing with the grief, but also the financial uh, impact. What a testimony. And you know what? I got so messed up, I didn't even get to ask Crystal all my questions. So we're going to <laughs> we're gonna have to have her back, for real, for real, y'all. All right, it's Tanya Dallas Lewis right here at the helm. Just with a couple thank yous and shout-outs. Of course, uh, Sonny Rivera, Devon Inman, Elder Troy Holt, City Porter, Trish Stanley, my crew, all of y'all who listen from week to week supporting your girl, my baby sister Tisha, Auntie Jay, Uncle Alvin, and Aunt Patricia, all of you guys. Also from the living room, my church family, Lynn Peterson and Miss Christine Digna Carter. I thank you guys every episode. Also, Sean Hay, big up to Sean Hay. Um, my brother, Robert Purvis, shout out to him. Of course, always to the TDL engine. And you know what? A special shout out to my manager, Miss Wanda Adams. I want to shout her out tonight. I love all you guys. Again, thank you for your patience with me. Um, you know what? I meant to ask Javon um, about an advice that I heard um, from another singer who said, all, all real singers should take this advice to heart. And I know Javon would agree. It said, uh, and this is, this is a small statement, but so much wisdom. It says, never let an audience drive you vocally. Never let them drive you vocally. That's your job. You simply invite them to ride. And that's exactly what artists, gospel recording artists like Devon and so many others out there do. Y'all are doing your thing. Thank you guys for being unique and just being yourselves and not trying to be like the copycats. You know, hey, it is a music industry, so we do still have to deal with the flesh. But when we die to self and, and submit, uh, especially to the, to, the, to the ruling of the Holy Spirit, we do better. Amen. All right, y'all. Well, I had a great time tonight, and um, I'm going to dedicate this song that we're closing out to, if I even have it. Oh, Lord, do I even have it in here? I'm going to dedicate it to Crystal P. Smith. I don't even think I have it. Look at you. Look at you. All right, that's fine. That just means that I need to close with the Redeemer one more again <laughs> by Devon Inman. Man, great show tonight if y'all missed it. Like I said, archives. All right, I do have one announcement before we start the Redeemer, and you guys go to sleep um, you know, with the song in your spirit by Devon Inman. Make sure you download it tonight on iTunes. You guys promised me, okay? Um, I think I think I will be at Greater Mount Calvary Holy Church this Sunday to uh, minister in song. So for those of you in the D.C. area, drive on down to Rhode Island Avenue. That's right, 610 Rhode Island Avenue, and hang out with us uh, at Greater Mount Calvary Holy Church. I believe I will be ministering in song at the first and second service. And then um, I'll see a lot of you guys during Dove Week in April, Devil Word Week in April. So I'll see you guys then. Follow me on Twitter at Tanya D. Lewis. Check me out on TanyaDallasLewis.com. And then, of course, last but not least, if you haven't heard these three words this week, 
heaven for me. I love you, but God loves you more. It's a music box. It's a place where you'll find love inside. Lots of laughter, too, and today a lot of tears. But release in Jesus' name. Man, God is the, he's the bomb. I'm in love with him. He knows that already. Here we go with Redeemer by my dear friend Yvonne Inman. You guys have a great week, and as soon as the song is over, it's the end of the show. I love y'all. I'll see y'all next week, same time, same place, right here on the Music Box with National Gospel Recording Artist, Tanya Dallas. Oh, that. 